What's up, y'all? Welcome back to Be The Light Podcast with your host, I'm Marissa. And I'm Sierra. We're not trying to be perfect. We're just trying to be raw, real, and relatable. Let's light it up. So today, the day we're recording is Jordan and I's two-year anniversary. That's crazy. I know. That's insane. Marriage. We've been together nine years, which is even crazier. That is crazy. Next year will be ten years. So that's exciting <laughs> so to, i mean in all honesty like i i love to ask people especially when they've been together for a long time like i'm like what's the trick you know like but now i'm gonna ask you does it feel like it's been 10 years yes. because the people say you know like time flies when you're having fun but also like when life happens it kind of goes slow but yeah yes and no like i mean looking back you're like how the heck has it been 10 years right but I mean, just thinking about everything we've been through in those 10 years. Like, I was a senior in high school when we met. So, I mean, that's in the time that we've been together, (laughs) I've been to college and have been graduated for four years. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, that's, I mean, we've lived in four or five different places together, been through several different vehicles, um, jobs crazy that's awesome yeah. i've always loved you guys together though Aww. always and i do take a lot of pride in saying that we've never broken up yeah because i think that's kind of rare these days like a lot of couples go back and forth even mm-hmm. if, especially if they're like been together for a long time and not married that's what i was about to say yeah, yeah. they break up on and off but since day one we've been trucking right nice. along and not to say like we haven't had some close <laughs> moments yeah but, you know choose each other i mean yeah that's all at the end of the day that's every relationship though honestly and it only took this long for me to get him over to the bright side and to buy a dodge (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome Uh, we finally uh, found a new truck this weekend and he's over the moon happy with it so i love that it's such a nice and i'm like you better be because we're keeping it forever (laughs) because it's gonna take forever for us to pay it off well in all honesty though like i mean the truck you have was your dad the first owner of that truck? No, um, he bought it's an '08, and he bought it in '08. It had like thirteen thousand miles or oh, something, okay. like, pretty much brand new. But I mean, and that truck's still trucking still along. Kicking. Like that's a good. Well, that tru- truck is the reason why Jordan got right the truck he got. It's pretty much the same truck, just newer, mm-hmm. bigger motor. Of yeah. Course. <laughs> but yeah, it's got fancy bells and whistles, that's awesome. and I mean, neither of us have ever had a brand new vehicle. And it is it's brand new. Yeah. Um. So it's it's kind of crazy. It's, and he is okay. So is did he drive it? Like, yeah. It? Yeah. It's meant to replace his truck, gotcha. but um, because I don't really need one. Right. I have a work truck in my truck. So, but like if I need to go on a road trip or whatever, that'll be what I take. But he's so funny because I'm the one that usually keeps things clean and organized, and now he's like <laughs> snapping his fingers at me, like, "Hey, get your cup out of there!" Like yeah. I'm like. <laughs> Mm, don't even like yeah don't start (laughs) but it is funny and like I he like oh my gosh we got it he got it I think him and his dad I was working Friday when he actually bought the truck which I was a little sour about but (laughs) um so Friday he got it and I swear to you it's been through the car wash four times I'm sure like (laughs) well all in all honesty like I washed my car yesterday or whatever day like Whenever I washed it, mm-hmm. the next day I had a green film all over it again. I'm like, you have to wash it well, every like, day. Sunday at church, like a bird pooped on it. So oh. I was like, oh, got to take it to the car wash. That's like tan. He waxes the Dodge. So, well, he hasn't in a long time because it's been sitting in the shop. But like every 
Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm going to go wax the truck. I'm like, it's, you just waxed the issue. Yeah, but I drove it to the gas station. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, so like Saturday night, uh, or Saturday it rained or something for like an hour. I got to go wash the truck. (laughs) My goodness. And the stress begins. (laughs) Like, not only are we paying for a brand new truck, full coverage insurance, but I'm going to pay for a car wash every day too. monthly. (laughs) Might as well just get the monthly membership. Well, that's what, but. It's got to be touchless car wash. Oh, so, so we're it trying scratch to, it. Yeah, yeah, so we're trying to find a monthly membership at a I've touchless never seen car a, wash. I've never seen one like that. God, this man driving crazy. But in all honesty, I don't know if it was because an automatic car wash or if it was because the person who had my car before had like one of those brushes and mm-hmm. you do it yourself. But like Tan said, we need to get my car buffed or whatever mm-hmm. because like you can kind of see swirlies from, I guess yeah it, maybe yeah so I yeah mean, that's what he was like i wonder if i can just do this by myself <laughs> like okay yeah that's awesome but, though but yeah i'm excited pretty, that you guys got a yeah, new truck happy for him so he's does excited. that mean we're road tripping in the truck to louisiana i guess that means he's going to louisiana nice. I I that said that. Going. Uh, he said if i get a new truck i'm I definitely know. going to louisiana well let's go let's go so excited that's gonna be so much fun mm-hmm. and it's got a big old back seat they took like some of the bed off it's this really short bed oh nice but the back seat has a lot of space like your dad's your dad mm-hmm. i love your dad's truck oh yeah that thing i is... literally every time i talk about a new truck i'm like we're getting one like sierra's dad's <laughs> yeah well we like pulled up in their driveway because we had to drive it all weekend to yeah. show everybody <laughs> um yeah we bought the truck with like 40 something miles and now it's got like 200 and something uh but we not pulled. even thousand just hundred right yeah like isn't, that's insane isn't that crazy <laughs> um but we pulled in my dad's driveway and his truck was sitting out and George was like that's a nice truck i was like don't <laughs> start <laughs> yeah that's awesome though yeah. i'm so happy for you guys yeah but i feel you now with the car payment and all that good stuff <laughs> and it's, it's so funny because my mom is also looking to get a new car and she like for a car and i went and looked in a car lot with her one time and she was like oh my god the price of these cars and i walked up and i was like oh i'm sorry that i'm not shocked but (laughs) i've been looking at trucks and that's nothing yeah no dude trucks are even used trucks before when before we bought my car we were looking at like a tacoma or something just on Mm -hmm. marketplace well, they hold their value. 300, but 300,000 miles, and you're still paying $20,000 for well, it. Well, and that was the thing. We were talking about, do we want to get a brand new truck, or, like, should we get a few years old? But, I mean, you're, the pay, like, you can pay 40000 for a used truck with 15,000 miles on it, or you pay more, not much more, thousand dollars for a new one with a warranty and right. all that. So. Yep. But, yeah. It's crazy. It is. It's awesome, though. Very blessed to be in the position that we're in. Yeah. For sure. That's awesome. Heck, yeah. I'm excited to ride in it, honestly. Technical difficulties. What is new? You know. (laughs) But, anyways, all I was going to say is, like, even myself being, like, I've went through a lot of vehicles since I've started driving. And, like, a lot of my friends have gone through vehicles. And you guys have always been, like, from what I've seen, good stewards of the vehicles that y'all have had, you know, and taking care of what the ones that y'all have had. So that's much deserved for sure. Yeah. I don't... My truck... I swear, that truck will go until... I, it I will know. go. It literally won't. Anymore. Like, I'll keep it forever. I, yeah. Jordan was like, in a couple of years, we could trade your truck. And I was like, what? 
Those are fighting <laughs> words. <laughs> can't get rid of old Dixie. In all honesty, though, like, you've kind of made me, like, when it comes to, like, looking for a different truck, especially if it's going to be a gas truck, like, I'm either between, like, a Tacoma or a Dodge. I really like the Tacomas. Yeah. If I were, I, if I were to look for something, I'd mm-hmm. look at those. I like the build. They're a little smaller. Mm-hmm. They handle a little different, you know. So, but. Anyway, this is now a car buying <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We've talked for, I don't know, 10 minutes about cars, but it's fine. fine. It's okay. Um, I didn't really get through my notes. Let's see. Oh, this one was good. I had, and it was actually my first one, which was um, not having the one, not having the heart to want to serve anymore. Like, how can we, because I've been guilty of this too, Mm -hmm. get back to a place and I guess I have the answer right here as well. But I guess my question was back then was how could we get to a place of where if we're constantly given to somebody and they're not reciprocating it the way that we want them to reciprocate it, I guess, then we're just, I, I'm not doing that anymore. They're not, you know, like I'm not serving them anymore type mm-hmm. of thing. And I was going to say, how can we get back to a place of servanthood? That way we can still fulfill the mission of the Lord. But I feel like just taking it to the Lord gives you kind of that guidance in general but I know a lot of times we can get so caught up on like I've done this for so and so and so and so and they don't even give me money back or blah 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 you know what I'm saying so like how can we come to a place where we don't even get to that point mm. and I guess I'm a- I'm asking you not looking for an answer but looking yeah. for like how do you handle it if my my first thought is I don't know. I think it's just natural to feel that way as a human. But when we do feel that way, I think we need to remember how you think Jesus felt. Right. Like, man, he was just served That's what I tried his to entire life. And you think people didn't just take advantage of him? Right. So that would be, I mean, that's my, I guess, my answer. <laughs> yeah. Short and sweet. What Honestly, would Jesus though. do? Honestly, though. Well, and not, he, and And I feel like this goes into my other point of letting go and letting God Mm -hmm. and like the way that your mind transforms in that transformation, because like in doing so, you no longer kind of like you, you instantly look at it as how would Jesus handle this situation Mm -hmm. versus like, I'm not doing this anymore. You know, like screw you type of thing in the worldly matter. You're looking at it in the spiritual realm of Mm -hmm. Jesus. And I feel like, in that one comment that I had wrote down was just how much my brain is really changed in, in, in time. Like the, even the way I think, like, I don't even think the same, like just when I have these disagreements with my family members or something like just, I don't know the way I, my brain processes it. It doesn't take offense to it anymore. It kind of looks at it and I like take a step back and like, instead of me and there's sometimes where I fly off the handle because like Mm -hmm. you just pissed me off you Mm -hmm. know but like then instantly I go back to like Lord what what do you need me to do in this situation or how are you trying to use me in this situation or how are you trying to teach me Mm -hmm. like instantly that's where my brain goes versus like constantly back in the day I would dwell on like why did they just talk to me like that like after all this I've done for them Mm -hmm. you know so okay so I need you to hang on to the words transform okay. and presence okay? because I'm about to go off on a bunny trail and I need you to bring me back around. All okay? right. <laughs> so one of the points that I was think, think, wanting to talk about was how people a lot of the time say, well, why doesn't Jesus just fix everything? Or why doesn't he just 
make everything right and heal people when they're sick and they believe in him, but he doesn't fix them. And I think right. that's not what it's about. That is kind of, so I said a few podcasts ago, like I quoted Jace or something and he said that don't, don't be seeking like the presence, like gifts of God, but the presence of him. Right. Like, and you said it. Once you seek the presence of God, it transforms you. Mm-hmm. Um, it truly so does. I think just in that, like, if you're feeling flustered or upset or somebody is taking advantage of you, you just have to come to that. Check yourself like you said. Like, okay, what Like, what do you want out of me to do here? What is – and I just think just – humbling yourself and being like okay it's not about me right you know it's like whatever they're they're not I think when people like you're serving you're helping people and they start to take advantage or whatever um I just don't know if they necessarily realize that's what's going on right or I just think it's I don't know people get like excited about the thing like when god does something cool or when people do something cool about you but then it's i don't know you feel like you kind of have to like keep up right that right but then i also think like i think one of the very early episodes we talked about boundaries right i was just about yeah, to say you have to like definitely set boundaries set your boundaries early yeah <laughs> you know um but then just coming seeking the presence of Jesus settles your heart in all things I think and and then being able to remember what the way he probably felt when he was out healing everybody and and people still were not believing like he was son of God and stuff like that like he could have been like well screw this yeah right you know what I'm not helping you how many more people do I have to raise from dead for you guys to get this um but that's what that's exactly how the world responds to things like mm -hmm. that and to and and I, I guess, like, it's it's so natural, but, like, is there a step we could take? And, I, like I said, I guess, like, taking a step back before you respond or before you do anything and, like, ask the Lord to guide you in that. It's probably the best way to do that is to not – that way you don't ever get to that point of feeling like, I don't want to serve anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm tired of this. Because, like, ultimately that's what we're called to do. And I, Jesus could have said that, and yeah. we could not be here. Well, you know? There's a verse somewhere that talks about – you know, serve with a grateful heart. Don't grumble right, right. and complain. Um, and that's hard. It is, especially but, when, especially when the Holy Spirit's funny and wants you to serve. And I wouldn't say an enemy, but like somebody that you're. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with an A. I don't know. Oh well. Anyway, antagonist. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> What do you want you to serve like some like if you got into an argument with somebody and then the next day he puts it on your heart to drop them fifty dollars mm-hmm. and it's like screw that like they just cussed me out yesterday yeah. you know like I don't want to do they don't deserve that you know like it's well, so funny because he you just said they don't deserve what do you deserve exactly exactly that's true we don't deserve any of it that's true and I feel like that's where that's where that's that's the step. Where we could take a step back and look and reflect what we deserve from Mm -hmm. that, you know? Well, and I think it just all comes back, like I say this a lot, but it's just like it's not about us. And those feelings are very, like, fleshly feelings. Right. 
Um, and if you're serving, you're doing it out of your heart. So you shouldn't be expecting anything right. back in the first place, you right. know. And it is it gets frustrating when you're not feeling um, reciprocated. Oh, appreciated. Right. You know, but. Oh, my goodness. But it's that worldly feeling, that justification, right. that glam- worldly glamorized, like, like, are you giving to charity because your your heart it's on your heart to give or are you giving to charity so you can post on social media that you gave to charity or for a tax break or <laughs> because hey, let's be hey, honest that's a the government system is a man thing and we can play it if we want yeah. to <laughs> i didn't say that <laughs> um but but still it's the where it's you gotta check your heart right and i think that's what it comes back to which is what you said you know you have to take a second and talking about having grace when you don't do that right away. Right. But you do it, you know. I don't think it matters exactly exactly the timing of when you do it, as long as when you do it, you're you you're conscious of it next time and you, you just constantly are growing and getting better and right. eventually, you know, the presence of Jesus will, will diminish those feelings and right. it won't it won't be like that anymore. Right. That's true. Because I feel like over time, like I felt um, let's see how I can word this. Um, we'll just go there on a different, <laughs> on a different day. But yes, I definitely agree. Um, in that aspect, I just feel like a lot of times we can get caught up in the, and, and, and part of it can be overstimulated too with everything else going mm-hmm. on. But I feel like that's where we have to kind of like step out of the world and step back into our spiritual realm, you know, mm-hmm. and like let the Holy Spirit guide us. Well, I have, um, let me see. Kind of like what I was saying earlier was when people, like, we shouldn't be seeking what Jesus can do for us, but more so what we can do for him and glorify him. Just as the same way as when we are serving others, we shouldn't be looking for what we could get out of that, you know? Even exactly. even if it is constantly over and over and over and over and you never really see the 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 fruit of it maybe of it, but I mean at the end of the day you should be serving out of love and love is patient. Right. Love is kind, it does and not it, boast. It is not jealous. Right. So if you're like if your husband gets a new truck <laughs> <laughs> Don't be jealous. Right. Yeah. Because you love him. Right. Just kidding. But I think it's, um, it just goes back to giving yourself grace, like you yeah. said. Um, and I also feel like it comes from a place of wanting to. Yeah. You have to want it's a heart that, thing. that, that yeah. servant heart because, I mean, you have to, if you, if you follow Jesus, then you have to want that servant heart, like I said. Well, I think coming to Jesus is the first step. Right. And once you dwell in that presence, it, it transforms you and you just begin to live like he did and, and you to, want serve to serve like he yeah. did. And the things that used to satisfy your heart, like compliments or right. recognition, no longer are good enough. You want the glory of God. Right. And not to mention, I mean, the more you dive into the Bible, you realize like everything is about serving. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, that's where that's where your blessings really come from. You're serving the Lord in whatever way, you know. It's so funny that we're talking about this because our sermon literally yesterday at a church was about 
just dwelling in the presence of God and how it transforms you. And my last note from the sermon is it's not about you. It's about the people God puts in your life. Mm. Mm. Even even if it's the people that you don't think And it's should the be same people or, over and over yeah. and over. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just go ahead and read all these notes that I came, um, that I have from that sermon. Um, starting with his presence transforms us. When you step into his presence, something stirs up and makes you hungry for more. Um, That's so true. And then once you're, you have that trust and you're in, like, you just let go and let God. Mm-hmm. Um, the next note is that you don't have to do it on your own anymore. He does the heavy lifting for you because you but just. But you have to, but you have to let go in that. Yeah, because control I feel like a lot of people control. will be like, well, I, I've gave it to him. Be like, have you? Because you said, I'm still worried. I'm still stressed. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you haven't really, you have to fully let go. Yeah. And I, um, to like, let go, let God do your best. Give God the rest. Like, Absolutely. That's all you can do. That's literally all we're called to do is just to depend on him and to know that we're not doing it alone. It's not coming from our own knowledge or understanding, but just we are doing what we can with what's put in front of us every single day and letting him work through all of that right true next um we're supposed to have dialogue with with god to tell him you know what what's going on like this person lord is driving me nuts oh yeah like (laughs) tell like what do i tell him what do i do like how can or sometimes i'll tell him like they just pissed me off you know like why? At first, I'm going to ask why, because I, I always I always want to know how, when, why, where, what. Yeah. Because if I know something, then I can teach somebody else something. Mm-hmm. So I've always been a question person. So, like, if somebody, like, upsets me or something, or if I don't know, I'll literally, like, be like, Lord, they just freaking piss me off. Like, why? What? 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 Did I get offended? Was I in the wrong? Did I take it wrong? Like, what are you trying to teach me? And you, sometimes it's not instantly. Sometimes it's through a podcast I have to hear two days later. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like just keeping that constant dialogue, that reaching out, that communication, that connection is what really dives you deeper. <laughs> okay, so going off that, this next note is perfect like oh wow (laughs) okay um there's not enough in the natural realm to do what god has called us to do we can't do it alone so when people are pissing us off and you're like why that's when you lean on him you're like okay god this is not going the way i thought it would here you go right it's it's yours now i've done what i can control (laughs) like right read that one more time there's not enough in the natural realm to do what god has called us to do that just even goes like the first part. There's not enough in the natural realm. That just reminded me of like all the materialistic things that we as humans like. Don't get me wrong. We're natural. It's natural. We desire these things. But we, we instantly and automatically think once we get these things or once we have this job title, once we have this extra pay, once we do this, like we'll be fulfilled. But then we're constantly not being fulfilled because I feel like there's not enough in the natural realm yeah. to fulfill us. Like a new truck. Instantly, we're looking at new exhausts, new lifts, <laughs> yeah. new tires. Yeah. I'm like, bro, yes. enjoy the truck for a week. Yeah. But Tan will have tires bought before a vehicle is bought. Yeah, it's never going to be enough. So, <laughs> that's so okay. Funny. And then, okay, so this next note is really good too. You can't teach without a teacher. Mm. So, and you can't teach without experience. 
like any podcast you listen to like I feel kind of crazy sometimes coming on here because I'm like I am just repeating I'm literally reading notes that my preacher right <laughs> yesterday and I can I like quote podcasts constantly but I think that's fine because because you're applying it to your I'm life. not here trying to pretend like I have it all figured out and right. that I know everything and that there's like it's supposed to be a, every, every day you should want to learn something new right right mm-hmm. and then so we come on here and s- s- talk about what we've heard and then somebody else listens to it and maybe you know hasn't li- c- pulled from that kind of content before right. or anything like that so I think it's fine oh for sure yeah. okay what else oh Okay, and so next to that I wrote, we couldn't do the podcast from our own understanding in our own experiences. We have to pull from, you know, the Bible, other right. podcasts, think, conversations we've had with people. Well, I feel like if we if we would have did this podcast on our own understanding and and not from experiences, I don't feel like there would be a there wouldn't even be a podcast. Well, it would be pretty like it would be pretty worldly. Like what? And I would think pretty fake and like yeah. Um, what's well, like okay? You just choose to to brush it off. Well, why? Right. And like, well, this is why because. And not to mention, I feel like it's so good to take pieces from other places because, like I said before, like I have a puzzle, you have a puzzle, and it all needs to fit. And so, like, same thing with that one that one service that one guy. Remember when he came into church and he was talking about giving Bibles to people? He was an older man Mm -hmm. and he had said something and we wrote it down. But what he had said, we wrote down two completely different things. Like we heard two completely different things, you know? GPS. Yes. And I forget like what I had wrote my, the acronym down for or whatever. And you had wrote something else down, but like we heard two completely different things, but at the same time, they kind of meant the same thing. I think, yeah, it was like. You wrote down God's plan to success or something, and I wrote God's plan to salvation. Yeah, or something. something like yeah. that. <laughs> Which and, in, uh, is the same thing. Right. For, depending on what way you look from it. But I feel like once you take something that... Here's what I found. I don't know your watch. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Why Siri? It's still going. Just did that. But um, I feel like once you take something and you apply it to your life and then you start to see the fruits in that, then then that gives you, then you're qualified. You're a teacher. Mm-hmm. You're teaching something that you didn't know and that you learned and that you switched in your life. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you don't have to have some degree or some certification or some big business to feel like you can teach somebody. You can teach somebody in the everyday of going mm-hmm. through your life. Yeah. yeah I want to teach you guys from my mistakes and from the stuff that... I had to learn the hard way. That way it's easier for you guys. And it's also that way y'all can see that all the stuff that people go through is normal. Yeah. They put this facade on in this world because I guess they're scared to hide behind or scared to hide. I don't know, but it's all normal. And almost anything, any situation that has ever happened, it's happened more than once. You Mm -hmm. know, like don't feel like your situation's... I don't want to say special because I'm sure it is special in, in, in your life and stuff like that, but you're not alone. And I feel like that was a whole main reason for this podcast is so that we can share our life and be real. Mm-hmm. We're all relatable and show people that like there's still realness in this world and like their problems are real and it's not all this glamorized yeah. Instagram, Facebook stuff. And to not be ashamed of the real stuff. Right. Because like you, nine out of 10 times, 
somebody can relate. Right. Somebody's been through it. And that's why we like want you guys to send in questions, something you may be dealing with or struggling with. Because chances are between the two of us, one of us can speak to it. And if not, have, know someone going through the same right. or something similar. And so that's what, I mean, we're talking about the presence of Jesus and like just relationships. And that's, that's what we're after here is we want to form relationships with everyone that's listening and, and be and, vulnerable and feel like you're being heard and speaking into those kinds of things. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, especially with leadership in ministry, and I can't speak for it all because it's not all like this, but a lot of times you mm-hmm. don't see, and that's something that really stood out to me going to, um, yeah, yeah, Las Casas Church was the fact that the preacher would get up there and worship and get on his knees and put his head on the altar and hold his hands out and sing just right with us and tell us his mistakes too and mm-hmm. everything that he's done. That way we can learn from it and we can feel like, oh, we're not damned, you know, right. because like a lot of times I'm noticing and I read this in this um, book that I got from the Christian bookstore was a lot of times in ministry, once you become so big in ministry, you leave out the vulnerability aspect, mm-hmm. which then makes cracks for the devil to seep back in. And then they don't want to share that because they're a leader in ministry and they're having these spiritual attacks. They don't want to share that. And then they fall even more off the wagon mm-hmm. when in all reality that all we have to do is be vulnerable and honest yeah. and real. Like yep. that's all it takes yeah. because what I'm going through, I'm sure somebody else is going through or has gone through and can help me vice versa and vice versa on the other aspect, you know, like, but it, it, I feel like it takes a certain level of humility mm-hmm. to really be able to step out there. Absolutely. Um, I was, I talk about the unashamed podcast all the time and that's, but truthfully, that's what their podcast is, is being unashamed of your story, essentially, and how Jesus turned your life around and, uh, opened you up to a place to where you want to share and to, to share, you know, the transformation in your life and to teach others about the good news and, and stuff like that. And they, today on their, I think it was like Sunday's episode or something, they were talking about how their church um and how just it got started there how they had like someone who was like a drug addict come for the first time and they told him like well we've never had a drug addict come to church here before but we want you to like keep coming you know right like we don't we're not gonna push you away and stuff like that and they were just talking about how at, at one point their church turned to where they would literally just like if something came up in the middle of the sermon and somebody needed prayer, like then they'll just stop and pray for that person. Cause it's not about what the preacher wanted to get out there that day. Right. You know, it's about whatever God does in that moment. Right. Um, and that's, that's how church should be, you know, like let the spirit lead mm-hmm. and it's whatever agenda you've got, whatever the human agenda is, is, needs to be put second Mm -hmm. you know like yeah sure have a structure of what you're getting at but you know spirit moves you go with it and allow it to like even if it moves you in a way of i mean hell we've been vulnerable on this podcast Mm -hmm. you know like i'm not sure like we didn't necessarily want to talk about those things but the spirit moved us and i feel like in those conversations we've had crazy awesome conversations yeah. from other people that's listened you know yeah well and we've even been like should we cut this out yeah like and <laughs> we're like, like, no. no because this is what we were called to do right to be vulnerable and honestly 
go like we shouldn't be ashamed either because anything we've been through somebody else has been right for sure so but i feel like we live in a world that's so judgmental Mm -hmm. and so like eyes are on you at all times and if you mess up like the whole world is against you type Mm -hmm. of thing cancel culture yeah and it's just let's cancel that like cancel the cancel culture let's get it out of here it's just can't do it i know like instead i've said it before like quit just looking for reasons to be upset with people and like pick people apart make people feel bad because whoever you're picking apart could turn around and pick you apart and you don't want your stuff right like so what are we and the person you're is not even not even that like just think, we don't know the vastness of God's plan. Mm-hmm. And the person that walks in to our life three weeks ago or two months ago or today or whatever, and they might not look like us, they might not think like us, the Lord might have a plan for us to use them or mm-hmm. to use us for them. And it just, it might not be today, it might be next week. But if we instantly shut off that communication from, between us and the Lord and we like, oh, no, they don't look like us or they don't think like us or, Mm -hmm. you know, they voted for Joe Biden or whatever, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, and we just completely cancel them out. Yeah. We're not, we're, we're missing the opportunity for the Lord to use us for that person. Right. You know, for sure. And especially if it's someone you don't agree with or Mm -hmm. you are instantly judging, you're probably, you could probably learn something from Mm -hmm. that person, you know? So. Yeah, that's good for sure. Well, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. (laughs) So on the break, you just reminded me of this crazy encounter I had at the store the other day. I was wearing my Be The Light sweatshirt and I was in the store. It was early in the morning. We was headed to Lowe's. I'm still like half asleep, had my headphones in. And there's a cashier right here I'm fixing to check out with. There's one over here. There's kind of a lot of people in there. She's like, I like your, your shirt. And she's pointing, but like... I couldn't really tell what she said and she like pointed like that and I, for some reason it made me look I thought she said she liked my tattoo and I looked and I was like I don't have any tattoos and she was like your shirt she's like I have this tattooed right here oh. and she had be the light tattooed like be the oh, light right here I and so that. I gave her a card told her about the podcast and stuff like that I just thought that was so cool that's amazing yeah so hey, that's how God works he does um what were we talking about before oh i wanted to reiterate um a couple episodes ago we was talking about the tornado Mm -hmm. and (laughs) okay so the article i read the way it was worded which is a problem with the internet yeah those are called uh clickbait yeah yeah pretty much so um basically the way it was read was the house the bed and breakfast in Readable that got torn down, they called it the Gone with the Wind house. And so they made it seem like it was in Gone with the Wind, but it wasn't. They just called it the Gone with the Wind house because the tornado took it with the wind. So, <laughs> But, <laughs> but I when you said that, I was like, isn't that movie like a hundred years old? Well, when I, when I seen that, I was like, I don't ever remember like living that close to the house that's Gone with the Wind. You know, like I would have remembered living five minutes from that house. And when you said, are you sure? I was like, yeah, and said it. And then I came across another article and I was like, no, I got to get back on the pod and reiterate yeah. that because no, it ain't. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, we can be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Always 
I was going to say something, but we'll save that one for later. <laughs> Anyways, um, the last couple of days I've had, I've been waking up at the same time. Okay. And so I've been, I've listened to a couple of stories where that's the Lord trying to speak to you. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'll get up and I'll like kind of just walk around the house, like pray, just kind of, you know, drink a glass of milk. And then I guess I'm mosey on back to bed. But every single day I've been waking up, it's either between 223 mm-hmm. and 3 o'clock. But it's usually in between 223 and 226. Hmm. And I just thought that was kind of crazy. Um, I don't know what's going to come out of that. I'm just going to kind of like be obedient. And so for the last, for the first two days, I kind of just like rolled over. And like I wasn't able to go back to sleep for a little bit. But then I kind of went back to sleep. The last four days or whenever, however long it's been, I've gotten up and just kind of like walked around, kind of prayed a little bit and just kind of not sure what it was going to be about or anything. Are you going to bed earlier? No. No. It, but it's the same time. Like, same time. Hmm. It's weird. No telling. It's weird. But you said something in that that's pretty controversial. What? Drink milk. I drink milk. Whole milk? Like cow's milk? Well, it yeah, it's two percent. Yeah, that's a that's controversial what do you these mean? days. People, I don't know. You don't get like made fun of for drinking milk. Well, I do. <laughs> no, not really. I feel like we people are through, like, ew, you drink milk. Like, Tan and I used to go through five gallons of milk a week. Oh yeah, we and I can't like I realized milk has been one of my dairy in general has mm-hmm. been one of my big factors for PCOS. Yeah, so I've like cut it out a lot, but yeah, yeah, I milk, love milk. Ten, mm-hmm. Five um, gallons. That's like a, a gallon a day. Yeah. I know at one point me and Jordan would buy two at a time, but yeah. not anymore. Um, but I just always, anytime I'm like, I drink milk. Well, like, you just drink milk? Yeah. Like, yeah. Big old glass, How do you baby? think I got all these strong bones <laughs> yeah. and muscles? Um, Ain't nothing better than a big old glass of milk mm-hmm. to chug. Yeah. I like 2%, but Jordan prefers whole milk, so. It just doesn't get as cold for me. Like, I feel like the whole milk is thicker, so it's it not is. as, I love, like, it, my milk has to be cold. I can't drink milk. Like I if, if I go what you're home saying, from the gas st- I think about it. If I go home from the grocery store, you will not see me open up that milk until later that <laughs> night or evening. Because it's it's the slightest bit of warm. And, but Tanner's like, pour me a glass of milk. I'm like, you're going to drink warm this milk. This is hilarious that it's we're like, talking about milk. Because <laughs> yesterday we went to the grocery store and, you know, Jordan got a new truck. And I told you how he's been, like, <laughs> Nazi about keeping it clean and stuff. And... We got, I got out of the truck and opened the back door and our milk fell and busted. Oh my oh. God. <laughs> it hit the ground and like sprayed all in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, honestly, like chill about it. He was just like, how did it get, like I dropped it from one side and it sprayed the door on the other side. Oh wow. And like got all, I was like, and it busted, you know, the handle. Uh-huh right on the seam on the inside oh, yeah. but just in that one spot mm-hmm. i was like mm. i remember last year two summers ago now yeah or i don't remember last summer i had a whole gallon of milk bust in my car so i had laid my seats <gasps> down in my old car i remember and it was this. a hatch and i guess the yes. whole gallon like rolled up and flipped down into the floorboard of the back seat and it busted and it soaked all in. my car reeked y'all yeah. it was we had ugh, I feel like I remember that anytime you would open your car, like, sorry oh, if it's doing Yeah, <laughs> like, oh gosh. And it was like July. 
It was terrible. Yeah, it was like right when we first started running together <laughs> at terrible. the Greenway. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, it's about that time. We are heading to the beach today. About when this time. episode comes out. We'll probably, by the time, no, I was going to say when it comes out, we'll probably already be there, but no. We'll be close. Yeah. We're, we're going. We're going to leave early. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting out of here. So we got to leave early anyway, because we're meeting a lady down there who I know from many moons ago who's interested in like podcast information and so we'll see what comes from all this it's pretty exciting exciting. yeah she just reached out and was like hey heard you have a podcast not to mention she kind of does work in the field that i'm in and kind of wanting to dive into more so i'm kind of excited to pick her brain actually and it's so funny how sometimes like with this with like the duck call little debbie it's like and like us going to monroe you can like see god putting the pieces Mm -hmm. together which is just but they're like they're from the wildest opposite you're like there's no way this is gonna all connect or come about (laughs) and god's like oh just just wait wait. (laughs) and i um i was talking we when we went to my dad's house this weekend or whatever we were just talking and jordan was like yeah i'm gonna do this this and and I was talking about, like, resale value. And he's like, well, we're not going to sell. And I was like, you know what I always say? Man plans. God laughs. Yep. <laughs> so true. 100%. Well, I guess Anything we'll else? see you next week, y'all. See ya. From the beach. Love ya. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Be The Light Podcast. You can catch us every Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube, and don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, you can always email in at be the light pod at gmail.com. We love you.